0: Welcome back, CX fans, to another episode of the CX Nest Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Santo, joined, as always, by the KJ Wright, to my Bobby
1: Wagner. It's Kevin Garber. Kevin, how are you doing? Uh, Considering what all this could be, I'm feeling real good right now. Yeah, and our very own Austin... back and knee and all.
0: Our very own Austin... Austin Calitro. It's (laughs) Eric... (laughs) Eric...
1: That might be the meanest intro you've ever done yeah America, you, I said
2: you wouldn't like it well you know how I do like Mingo and this is a nice callback to preseason when I was like yeah you guys were talking about uh, a and I had no idea who you were talking about still have no idea what you're talking about you, you should know by now because you've seen the uh, the last I told game. Kevin when you were prepping I was like yeah when oh when you left the room I was like yeah you guys will watch bad tape and after two bad plays I just roll my eyes and look up at the ceiling. <laughs> did you
0: watch? Did you rewatch the game this week, Kevin? Or did you not have the um, the intestinal fortitude to go through it? Uh,
1: I did rewatch it while doing other things, ah, okay. and then I watched the highlights too.
0: Okay, I rewatched the and whole I thing today.
1: Bad. Today on my on my planning, I watched the
0: whole game uh, back to front and wrote a few things down. Um, I also have a few so, notes about some things. So okay, let's um let's just jump right in into it. And I'm gonna leave the, I want to leave the offense out because I want to end on a mildly high note. Can we start with special teams? Okay, let's start with special teams.
1: Yes, please. Okay, one. Okay, so can I start with like one good <laughs> note? Because I have one good note. Um, okay, okay, uh, yeah, Michael Dixon. Michael awesome. Dixon inside the five on those punts. That's that's some serious uh pun. He did all he could. That's yeah, some punt. Some hump. punt hump that was some action. hidden
0: yards. That was some hidden yards magic. Then we lost all our hidden yards magic. Okay, let's just start with this.
1: Okay, um, Janikowski trotting past James oh on the kick return. That made me physically nauseous. If he would have just stood in the way, I think Nico Thorpe could have caught up to yeah, just uh, to him Richie in the inside, James. Right? Just him on the inside. If he would have literally just stood there and been really large, it would have been. But he just like trotted past him like and smoked a cigarette on the side But Kevin on 3
0: 3 returns in this game. How many missed tackles do you think our special teams had? Oh, fuck. All of them? 7. All including them two tackles. including two by the uh the special teams gunner and team captain uh EZ, the torpedo. I mean, I just like can't handle how how you know medium how, this special teams ex- performance felt. I mean, you know how it
1: was trying to break his tackles? Easy. Easy.
0: It's a it's annoying because it's, it's more just taking bad angles on returns and stuff like that, but the 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 problem is that I had Tedrick like, had bad angles all day too, the including first, on returns. The first um, the first part return. Yeah, his pro football focus rating for special teams was forty eight point three, which is like not Team tie. not good. Uh, it's uh, second worst on the team. No, no, fourth worst because uh, McKissick and Madden exist. Uh, Madden, by the way. Ugh. Okay, um, I'm glad we're using a roster spot on that guy. Yeah, that guy. Sorry, I'm not, I'm
1: not trying to sound like a dick. I'm just being a dick. It's, for the record, but Kevin I mean, did not want to talk about this game.
0: Let's go tra- Trey Madden, though. Let's, let's talk about that. He I takes like a spot. God, he though. gets 24 real medium special team snaps and then gets like one snap a game at fullback. Like we, The team does not need a fullback. They just don't. We just do not need a fullback. Any, You, you know, know who a
1: great fullback is? George fan. Uh No, it's uh, Chris Carson's arm. Yeah, we don't. His
2: arm is doing a great job of
1: lead block blocking for his body. It's like
2: we're waiting to to show something off in the playoffs, like a trick play, and that's the whole reason why he's on the team. Makes no <laughs> sense. It doesn't make any sense. But but they forgot the trick play.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't I don't really get it. Um. So yeah, Trey Madden. He um like if you just look at snaps by position too, he's received like sixty five backfield snaps the whole season, which is which is ladies nothing. gentlemen,
1: Nas Jones and Puna Ford have been inactive, so that Trey Madden could be on the field. Yeah, just, I I don't know, get it. Okay, anyway, I don't want to spend
0: that time just bitching on a specific guy, though, because I, it's not his fault. The special teams had a bad day no, it was all around. The, uh, the the thing that sucks is that, like, okay, the special teams did have three good plays. The opening kickoff, Jacob Martin gets in there and makes a really good tackle. They're pinned back on the 16. Uh, and then we they only get, like, eight yards, and they punt, and we get good field position. The But then they pin him on the one twice, and both times the defense lets him off the hook. And then, and then I would like to say, oh, that's different guys, you know, that's different. But it's like a lot of starters are on special teams, so it's like, no, it's the same dudes. And then and then the, the I just – I don't know. I don't know what happened, you know. Like it just – it, it seems like – Jack
1: Kelsey missed the extra point.
0: Yeah, that's – Which, I mean, was, he's going to miss one eventually, so you just you – That's can't,
1: true, but it, it – it was the reason why we didn't win. And why does Janikowski...
0: Yeah, that's true. And why does Janikowski not just boot it through the end zone like he did on the the three the kicks that he that's
2: kicked... the worst. The
0: three kicks that he kicked were, like, so far. They were not even close to returnable. And then he kicks two that are very returnable, and one of course, one of them goes for a touchdown. You just don't allow returns anymore. I mean, he
1: had massive cleat issues at the beginning of the game. They showed him falling down in pregame. He swapped cleats. Then I think what happened was he couldn't plant and drive because it was his first kickoff wasn't it? That, or his second kickoff that was the touchdown. So I think he was just having issues with his footwear but that's I don't know man, fire the equipment guy. I don't know. That's not fi- an excuse. Fire to the help. equipment
0: guy. Like if you do you think part of the problem with him planting might be the fact that he's like 6 foot 1 270? Like I mean at some point you got to kind of be accountable for that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? I mean that's also true. He's a professional athlete who looks like that's my my drunk uncle. Yeah, but this is the, the guy that we have. Uh, and he's not bad. Don't, don't get me no, wrong, sure but he had that. a bad but he had a bad game and he was kind of overdue for this.
2: I saw internet comments that were like, "Can we get rid of this guy, please?" Like, "Calm down. There is no Stephen Hauschka during the Super Bowl years." Yeah, and he's 85% on yeah. field goals this year and he's 7 of 8 from 40 to 49 and 3 of 5 from 50 plus. Like he's been
0: very but effective. But he had a bad
1: game doing stuff we didn't sign him to do. Yeah,
0: he had a bad game this game. And he had a bad game honestly against against Denver too where yep, he had a bad two the, minutes. He too. missed the 40 to 49 that would have won us that game too so yeah he's cost us a couple games he's maybe won us a couple games so on balance i think janikowski, he had a couple of really long kicks that really were important janikowski net neutral on the season but like this game this game was one where he killed us a little bit he hurt us a little bit all right it's good defense kevin i want to get into this uh, all can right we start with the linebackers okay um, Austin calitro you want to get sucks. the you want to get the veggies yeah. out of the way Let's right away. Let's do this. All right, Bobby all Wagner. Florida, Bobby Wagner still good at football. Bobby Wagner um,
1: was fine. He didn't have his best game, but he had a good game. Six tackles, three run stops. Didn't ever. He had um, only three pass rushes and didn't get home on any of them. But he was dragging the limp corpse of the linebacking core because Austin Calitro gave up all the yards. Uh Barkevius okay. Mingo had a bad game. You want it? You want to hear about Austin Calistro's no good, very bad day. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, all right, you're going to say it anyway. Nine
0: receptions on twelve targets for 105 yards. Gave up six first downs. Sorry, I want um, you to say those numbers hear, again. You want to hear the best part, Kevin? No. Two of the you're going to love this, Kevin. Two of the three passes that were not complete that were thrown to him were j- drops. Guys, just the Jeff Wilson drop and the Trent Taylor drop. Those were both passes. They should have been complete. That's yep. called intimidation. That's uh, a. <laughs> <laughs> uh heard footsteps. Uh so yeah, that was just not I mean, here's the thing is we we've set up. How weeks, many catches did we you give up? We signed a literal uh guy who's definitely hundred percent going to jail because we knew this guy wasn't ready, and he had one good game trying to prove us wrong, and the rest of the season he's proven us right.
1: I so. feel like Shaquem Griffin could have done this. Uh, I, mean, I no I'm George Kittle would have ate us up if we played Martin Yeah, because George Kittle totally didn't eat us up. He only had three receptions. I mean That's because they were busy throwing it to Garrett Friggin' Selleck for 80 yards. Chunk yards. Hey, Garrett, Garrett Selleck that 41 reception,
0: that was he was covered by Delano Hill on that play. Like I'm just saying. And then the other one he was covered by Mingo. Garrett Garrett Selleck did not get a target while covered by Kalitro.
1: No, Kalitro gave up nine out of their twenty completions for hundred and five out of their two hundred and seventy-five yards. He gave up basically half of their passing game. I'm n- I'm not saying he had a good game. I'm just saying like the 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 blame is not his alone. Let's go ahead. No, and- it's just a, a lot of it's his. is? actually all blame that <laughs> would go on Calitro, Let's just put that on uh, roster construction because that's roster construction is what causes a Austin Calitro to be a starting linebacker.
0: Yeah. Well. Okay. Roster, roster construction is also what causes uh, us to to play a guy like. Barkevious Mingo at linebacker. Now I'm gonna For way too many snaps. I'm gonna read you uh I'm gonna read you something. This is Barkevious Mingo's NFL draft comparison and bottom line. You ready? Mm-hmm. NFL comparison? DeMarcus Ware. Fair. He has surprising strength to go along with elite length and straight line speed to rack up big sack numbers and track down ball carriers as a rush linebacker at the next level. He's a boomer bust prospect. Okay. Coming out of the draft, line, right. No one thought this guy should be a four-three outside linebacker, and guess what? That's what we have him doing. I- at best, I think this we should be using him the way we use Burst Urban, which is that when we really
2: need three linebackers, he can be on the field at linebacker, but he should be playing defensive end more than linebacker. And we said this all through the preseason. This isn't like a new thought. This is what we thought we were going to do. We were excited for the signing for that reason.
1: And we we're needed not doing KJ
2: it. to stay healthy, and KJ's
0: not been healthy. I mean, Mingo's an explosive athlete, but he can't cover. Like, it's just a bad idea. Not reliably.
1: He's like having a defensive end cover.
0: Yeah, it's like, how, it's like the, the one time that uh, Jacob Martin went out to
2: cover last game. You know, it's like. Like, it's like very is a very sketchy proposition. When he makes a good play, it's it's an average play. Like on on, on co- in coverage.
1: Yeah, he, uh having
2: him on a wide receiver is just that's that's a death curse. It's like yeah, he did a, he did a surprisingly okay job covering slot receivers. Okay, uh, we got uh we got a
0: healthy Defense dose defensive line. Uh well, well wait a sec though. We got a we got a healthy dose of uh, backup safeties in this game. Oh man, Brad got hurt.
1: Brad Put his helmet right on the ball to force that Wilson fumble in the first quarter that stalled out their drive, and then got hurt, and our team sucked. Yeah, Delano Hill. Delano Hill had a had
0: kind of a mixed bag game where, like, which is what he's going to do. I thought he was uh, like solid in help uh, in the run game. He he um he gave up the touchdown pass to Selleck though, and it was on him. He should have had that. And then I don't know. That so it's just it was all over the place for for Delano Hill, and I'm. So, He's, really quickly. He feels like a backup quality player
1: at this point. Like, I would not be confident in him developing into a starter. He's depth. I, I agree. He's depth and special teams. Um, people are going to blame Tedrick on that Selick touchdown because Tedrick fell down. Yes, Tedrick falling down was a bad thing, but Selick should never have gotten that clean of a release. I mean, it's not It's not te- It's not. not
2: Tedrick. I never get mad when players fall down unless they're doing it consecutive times or they're way out of position. I'm, I agree with you, Kevin. Uh... I felt like we made an all star out of this guy. Like he's not. Kittle is continuing to be a solid player every week. I don't think Selick is going well, to Selick be that guy. Selick was good before Kittle showed up. Not he's good. He's fine. He was like he was like league average. I, exactly. I think he's fine. But for him to to shine this game, I expected Kittle to have this game, not Selick. Sha Griffin was up and down. Uh, he had
0: a. He gave up a thirty yard pass. He gave up. A lot of yards after catch. He had the the, He got victimized on some tack tack penalties. He had the penalty. He had just had the one penalty, but it was like a backbreaker. And I will agree, it was a bad call. But uh, but I mean, it's it is what it is. Like that that play killed us. Um, and let's just talk about that play because this is what happened a lot of times: is they got a a, kind of a a questionable penalty call. We had seven penalties called on our defense, um, and they would get a questionable penalty call, and then right after that play. They get the play. next play, they would get like a 10-yard run or a 12-yard run. Yep. And that that kind of stuff is – I think this team is – a mental toughness. Yeah, thing. they're showing a little bit of lack of resilience. Like the you need to follow up those plays and get a stop. You need to follow up those plays. The thing that sucked too about the Shaquille penalty was that was on third down. And I think that it would have been – if we got off the field there, I think we win the game easily. The The offense looked looked competent in this game. We'll talk about it in a sec. But Tedrick looked mostly functional. Flowers looked mostly functional. Uh, yeah Flowers was good. I thought Flowers was really good. Flowers was only targeted one time and he broke up the pass. Like and he had two tackles and a run stop. Like yeah. I don't think you can ask for more from Trey Flowers than than what he gave us. Um I think Trey I think Trey Flowers is a at this point I'm confident in saying he is a very solid number 2 cornerback. Uh Shaquille Griffin I feel like is a very solid number 2 cornerback. This is a problem. <laughs> yep. Um which is that we don't have a guy who we can reliably say, like, that guy's our shutdown number one guy. Put him on an island. We don't yeah. have that guy. We don't have that guy, and we don't have Earl to kind of make up for that deficiency either. And, like, if you ask me, like, what does this team need most? What are we missing? We're missing Earl Thomas. I, I don't want to be like, hey, Earl Thomas fixes all... Earl Thomas fixes a lot of the problems. Earl Thomas difference.
1: gives you a deep over on both sides of the field simultaneously, and that's a big help to be able to put that cap on things. And it's not, it's not unfair to say something hear about Earl Thomas, he knows where to put
2: the cornerbacks on the field. He will get in the guy's ear, and he'll say, you need to be here. Don't yeah. do that next play. I mean, it's just... People it's, listen. It's tough because, like, I feel like Brad has taken
0: on a lot of that responsibility in the defense, uh, being the, the quarterback of the defense, being the guy that, that needs to uh, be in charge of the defense. He's and been
2: the 85% we mean, talked about him. Being. And,
0: he, and he leaves after 12 snaps. and Or was it 12 snaps? Let me look. Uh, my, chart. my chart. My chart says he played he play like 16? Uh, 12, yeah. He oh, played 12 right. snaps, five run, seven coverage. And I think that that really, it, it puts a different tone in the game because you, you lose like the the defensive quarterback, right? Like it's, it's now it's all on Bobby. And yeah, and it's, it's
1: hard for a guy in the front seven to be giving directives to the secondary. Right. He needs that other link in the chain. And when it's Tedrick and Delano back there, you're missing the link.
0: Yeah, Tedrick's a good football player. I think he's just not there where he can he can call it for other people. He can only yeah, do it for himself. Yeah, he's not in that position yet. He's still um, learning. All right, uh, let's do defensive line. I'm what Kevin. I know you want to start with Jaron Reed because he was the best. Because
1: Reed was so good
0: this game. Eight pressures, two sacks, two hits, four hurries. Dude was um, airware. Four man, four man rush where the uh, where the ins- interior pressure. That is a uh, that is gold standard. Four run stops, uh, which was first on the team that just an excellent all around day from Jaron Reed. Yeah, he just dominated in every way shape and form. Puna Ford had a really nice day in mm-hmm. the run game. Puna Ford had three run stops and I I actually circled one of them as like a play like this this guy um is a people mover. he bumped up to 31 snaps in this game. He got a 90.7 pro football focus rating. And I feel like that's a
1: good number of snaps for him. Great right that 25 in that to 35.
0: 91 on defense. I think if Puna Ford is going to take all of like Jefferson's snaps, or more of Jefferson's snaps, or take away some Deion Jordan snaps. That's okay because Puna Ford is a people mover. He gets guy, he moves guys around on the inside of that, on the and, interior of that line,
1: and he reads the run gaps really well. There were two plays in there where he understood where the run was going to go and beat the blocker to the gap, and just like you said, just moved the blocker out of the way and made the stop in the backfield, like. The guy just does work. when well, I'm not trying to, to get down on the coaching
2: staff for not playing Puna early in the year because I like to think that that helped him grow into this soon-to-be very dependable player Though I think we'll have next year, all year. Yeah, he, I think he's
0: going to be getting a lot of snaps next year in the interior of this line. I think you see... Shamar, Steven, and uh, the other guys turn into depth, and Puna turns into the, the guy who
1: plays next to Jaren. Because Jaren's now shown that he can get pressure as a three-tech, yep. and Jaren plus Puna Ford uh, and Jaren then circling a, in some depth is really good. that's
0: crazy about Jaren Reed is he's a really big guy to be playing that position. And a really good uh, run stopper. And he's and yeah, it's going to make the interior of our line pretty pretty stout to run against, where you got to deal with... Puna Ford, Jaron Reed, and Bobby Wagner in the middle of a defense. And the thing is, you can't just go out there and go, well, we'll throw because those guys can't pass rush. Uh, oops, that's not going to work. Jaron Reed can get to the passer and actually make your life miserable in that way, too.
1: And if we can get another pass rusher opposite Frank Clark, suddenly this is real problematic.
0: Got to give Jaron Reed one one minus, though. You got you got to not get hard counted on the one like that. Thank you. You cannot, you cannot do that. That... We should have had. It was Nick Mullins. We, it took a that oh, was an God. ugly jump. God,
1: thank I, you, Eric.
0: Seriously, thank you. But I mean, like seriously, the you gotta just just hold hold back, big boy. You know, I really uh,
2: appreciate you giving him that because honestly, the announcers were all over Jaron Reed of how good he was. Uh, Kevin was impressed. I was impressed. And when you said that, I'm like, yeah, he did do that. It's the little sign of, like, he's still young.
1: He's it's still- like Michael Bennett. He had that one play where you're like, oh, you do so many lovely things. He's not, did that I too. think
0: Jerry's Reed's not a finished product. Good he's point. only 26 years old, right? Like, defensive tackles can play... Long, long careers. So. And what
1: did we say all year last year? Man, look, really looks like his pass rush is starting to like round up into yeah. form. If he can get any kind of a pass rush, it dude has some kind of a pass rush. Now he's starting
2: to grow some consistency.
1: Clint yeah, is. like Wait,
0: he's an interior presence. Quinn Jefferson provided a nice uh, outside presence with the uh, two two run stops and two pressures. Frank Clark um,
1: disappeared a little bit.
0: Frank Clark, yeah, there's three pressures and two run stops. A, a decent but not spectacular Man, day. I was a... Is there a guy who plays, but I got a question for you guys. Is there a guy who plays more like invisible snaps to you guys than Shamar Steven? He was on the field for 23 plays, and I don't remember him doing anything uh, except get a penalty. That's uh, all I, I was gonna, about to say, I
1: remember his
2: penalty. Yeah, I was going to say, that's like the only thing I remember. Of all the weeks for Frank Clark to ha- to be kind of a ghost, it's after he responds to Richard Sherman and kind of embarrasses him. Made me feel great then. During this game, not so great uh then dion jordan
0: got back on the field 15 snaps got out got one hit uh in eight in seven pass rush attempts a, a med- medium performance not not bad for dion I'm, I'm like i said though my expectations were kind of sky high coming into the season and uh it's it's been a little bit of a
1: we got pressure with four and we got murdered on the blitz i felt like we blitzed unnecessarily a few times in this game and we got hurt on it a couple of times. There was a cornerback blitz that vacated for a nice pass to Pettis for a first down. Yeah, you you want to hear their blitz stats,
0: Kevin? Because yep. that's actually something I had pull, uh, pulled up earlier. Four completions for six. Four for six. They went four for six. 56 yards. Uh, and one of the one of them was a drop. They, they had a drop on the uh, pro football focus grade, 90 on blitzes yeah blitz, and that's how it felt blitzing was not effect, an effective strategy in fact nick Mullins had a really good game in this game 20 for 29 20, 275 yards averaging 9.5 yards per attempt we kind of got away with it um this was well we did we lost so i guess we didn't but 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 like we it feels like that they
1: could have done more it yeah. feels like
0: they could it's nick Mullins. ever what's with these rumors is like hey there's nick Mullins is gonna be on new england next year i'm like are you effing kidding me like
2: well, I don't know if he's going to no be there, gonna but it's going to be
0: Mullins interesting is a because great, Gutsy second quarterback. You want to hear my hot take thing? Yeah, Carson Wentz is going to be the next quarterback for the New England Patriots. Ew. Uh-oh. Carson Wentz and Bill Belichick, baby.
2: Way get out of here! I think it's <laughs> James Garoppolo is going back because Nick Mullins is staying in San Francisco. <laughs> the gold jacket going back. To <laughs> you the- like yeah. it? Yeah. No, that's a funny thing. Uh, to say that San Francisco will have problems next year with a quarterback controversy, I think that's fair. Because Nick Mullins is going to want to start. If, Despite if he deserves it or not, he's going to want if it. If Garoppolo
0: plays poorly, which he might, because we've seen that he throws a lot of interceptions now. Maybe he's not like the worst, but he throws a lot of interceptions. So throws some gutsy
2: at, balls. Second-year
0: quarterbacks or second-year playing quarterbacks. All right, let's 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 get into the offense. The offense played pretty good, in my opinion.
1: D- okay. Doug Douglas, some middle name, Baldwin. Yeah, good job that
0: is Four receptions, four first downs Nailed it just Eric Rodenbeck's
1: it. personal friend, Doug Baldwin Yes, yes. Had friend a of the great game Friend of the podcast, Doug
0: Baldwin Someday we will speak, perhaps 70, <laughs> 77 yards receiving What about Tyler Lockett? Two, t- two catches, two first downs
1: Dude, just a picture of efficiency That
0: guy's a first down machine Yeah, he's the mover of chains, Tyler Lockett I wish that he could have gotten more involved It's the only like, Melon I I gotta uh, get Chris Fox Carson it.
1: murdered everyone
0: Yeah, but I. Yeah, that was not our best receiving <laughs> running back, Kevin Eight receptions Sixty-three yards, including seventy-four yards after the catch. That's right. Caught him, caught him behind the line of scrimmage, including an eighteen-yard long and three first downs. That's Mike Davis Mike, revenge game. Uh, Davis, I thought Mike Davis <laughs> was excellent in this game. He kind of showed what we always talk about, which is that this guy is the perfect
2: like backup running back. It's he, funny when he Rish- does everything pretty good. Rashad Penny was looking really good. We were like, Mike Davis, you've you've really filled the role, but. You're gonna be stepping back. This is still why we have Mike Davis, and he was consistent.
0: Because
1: Penny was hurt, and was Davis hurt. could step in, and Davis can still ball, man. And
0: five rushes, twenty-one yards. Like he added some on his feet. I'm no, not- I can't
1: help but wonder what Penny would have done with those same touches, though. Yeah. Mike, Mike Davis fell down. Mike My Davis heart. was excellent. No, well, that's heart. That. that's fam. <laughs> Oh, why didn't... Fant would have fallen down. Throw it to Fant, you Otherwise, cowards. He had Dude, you have a touchdown. Know, Dude, All right,
0: fine. Fant watch. You guys want Fant watch for this week? What? How many
1: snaps at tied in? How?
0: Okay, well, that all of them, but how many times do you think he went out on a route? Uh, uh six. Three. Two. Okay. Throw it, throw, it to, had,
2: throw it to Fant, you cowards. He had that deep cross. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that was... That, that was deep he cross. Was, he was not open, but I kind of thought he may have, might have been. In my heart, he was <laughs> open. Jesus Jesus Christ. Okay.
0: Uh so Superstar. we love we love the the passing game in this one. JD McKissick got back on the field and caught a huge pass. I was like, that was lit, called back for a count. penalty oh. because but, but I mean that was awesome. Like I don't even care that it got called back. That was a
1: beautiful pass too, and that should a good have been throw. all the difference.
0: JD JD is a. I I was excited. I was like really pumped up. I was like, wow, he's this guy he made it back to the roster and like did a thing. I thought he was never gonna get back on the field because he's just kind of he's kinda buried. You give him a bad offense. spot. Um, but yeah, just uh, he's the new CJ Procise. Get oh, out of here. He's, CJ. He, the he only difference not, is that he's less buried than CJ Procise. The only difference is he should never touch the ball on a run play. It should, nope. We all, have three
1: better runners. Four if you include Russ. He Good. should. He should be like <laughs> five
0: if <laughs> you include Lockett. He should be our number four wide receiver. Like he should not be in yeah, the don't running be in back the backfield case. unless you're going out on a run. You don't know think yeah, yeah, do, he's really? a, he's Ga- he's Taylor Gabriel? Yeah, that's who he is. He needs. They need to find creative wow. ways to get the ball into his hands and not, you know, like Ty Montgomery, where like they. They, he's not really a running back, you know. He's just he's just not. Uh, all right. So, any, any other passing game notes? One thing I really liked is that we threw deep. Uh, we had uh, seven deep deep throws, and they we completed three of them. Thought we looked pretty good on those. Yeah, uh, penalties are what the, really killed our passing game. You include the one that we got called back. That was really the the penalty
1: that was. Also a really nice one. Well, then if you look... Let's go ahead and switch over to the running game. So you switch over to the running game. Carson had 22 carries for 119. In the second half, he was killing everyone. That was after the first half when he was busy killing everyone. Chris Carson killed oh, that everyone in the game. That, so touchdown. So Chris Carson had
0: 22 rush attempts, but I wanted to, to highlight something. Is that off of the left end, they ran eight times off left end for 71 yards, including three rushes of 10 yards or more. The The left end runs were, were working. And Dwayne I don't Brown know getting kidding.
1: out in space was just bulldozing. Dwayne Brown
0: is really good, dude. And the, and
1: the swim- Did you see we were also getting uh, Dixon out there? We'd split him out on the uh on the strong side like a wide receiver and apparently they didn't realize that meant we were running that way and then we had uh we had Dixon and it took uh, me a while
2: to realize it was Dixon during the game. Yeah I was, yeah, like, hey, I
1: was like, like who's eighty four yeah uh Dixon you had Dixon and Dwayne Brown lead blocking and it was just gross because then they're like oh cool I evaded Dwayne Brown. Now I just have to tackle Chris Carson. And that wasn't good. That's not what something they wanted to do. Yeah, uh, Chris Carson's uh,
0: runs too. He ran for 119 yards. He got um, 50 yards after contact. 2.27, actually a pretty low number for him. That's because he got he busted a couple long ones where he didn't get touched, which has not happened a lot this year for the Seahawks. And it was I got like beautiful. I get so pumped because like that's the kind of stuff that's that's the hallmark of like a really great run game is that he he doesn't have to work extra hard to get yards. He can get a couple without the extra help. Yeah, and the um, run game our offensive line looked about the best it has this year. Um, yeah uh, I mean okay I, i'm I'm gonna disagree on that one because the 30 snaps of ethan postage and the 50 45 snaps of jordan Simmons i felt like were uh, uh, not great to say the least especially in the past game but if i
1: yeah you're right if, our third and fourth guard are not very good yeah they're just not good dude they're not good postage though like I I think there was We are our fourth and fifth. It's our fourth and fifth guards. I we think, spent right? a third
0: round draft pick on Postage. I think there was real hope that he would develop into a, like a useful NFL player. Don't forget and that's
2: at, a Tom Cable guy. And yep. At, Tom this, Cable special.
0: At this point, um Posich, he played 30 snaps and got two penalties. He was not great in pass protection. I don't have much faith that he will be anything in the NFL at this point.
2: I I hate to say it. I hate to just give up on a guy like that, but it's it was a that, that if he team. has a future here it's a future at center and i feel like that's where his depth is i don't want to see him
1: because i want brit in at center rewatch <laughs> i do agree he is, has a trouble being physical enough at the point of attack to Which play guard in the 6 yeah.
0: foot 6 man like you you're
1: guess, big he's a monster yep. and he played big. in the sec so you would think that he's used to doing that road grading thing but
2: he gets moved around it's just it's all about those split seconds and getting up just a little slower after the snap it just doesn't work I I'm very frustrated by the by the just like by the, the lack of Fluker.
0: Yeah, Fluker, man, he was like so playing so well and now So
1: on that update note, uh they are not super optimistic about Fluker for this week, but they think for next week. K J Wright has returned to practice.
2: I did not know that. Yep.
1: Uh it, the team is looking healthier. I it's it's getting a couple guys back would be huge.
2: This right might now. be for the for the, you know, coming game preview, but our our road to the playoffs is it's probably open. I mean, it's we we really have to screw it up to miss the playoffs.
0: But. Well, you guys
1: want to move it to the next game? Well, wait. Can <laughs> we do can we, can we do the uh, can we do the big picture?
2: Can we do the big picture thing really
0: quick? Yeah. Um, the playoff odds. We have a ninety six point three percent chance of making the playoffs right now. Yeah, we should um, still
1: make it absolutely. Especially because we have Arizona in the last week, and we just have to win one freaking game.
0: Like Dallas has a worse chance of making the playoffs than us, yeah, and I think most pe- out, most people agree it. Dallas is
1: basically in. So uh, they are only one game up because they decided to let themselves get shut out by the group. right. But I mean, I think Dallas sucks. They have the, they have the tiebreaker on everyone in that division. You know what that, I look forward to, I look forward to winning the number one seed and going in and being the crap out of Dallas. Do you know, do you know why? Uh, Dallas sucks. No, do you know, Jones. you know
0: what's crazy oh. about the division is, is like, I think the team that people would least like to play in the playoffs in that division right now is the Giants. Like, that's how weird that division is. I I probably, I'd probably say the uh, Eagles right now. I have now. no idea. The Giants, I want to like, play all of them. The Giants aren't playing that bad. They all suck, though. All they they suck. do all suck. Um, okay. Yeah, we have a 75.9% ni- a mm-hmm. chance of grabbing the 5 seed, 20.4, grabbing the 6. So, pretty good Pretty good, uh, playoff odds for the Seahawks. Minnesota bumped up big time in the last game, up to 66. That's because they had an impressive win,
2: finally, finally.
0: but... Well, that's just also like in the it's NFC. Got two games left. In the NFC, like the only other wildcard contenders are these really trashy NFC East teams like Philadelphia and Washington. And so I just think that it's it, it makes it so that we don't have to to do it. Alright, uh, Eric. Yes, sir. Next week, you have great fear for the Kansas City Chiefs. But I'm gonna tell you a joke before we start <laughs> You're gonna that will make you that will make, that will make that will make you feel better. Are you ready? I'm ready. Stop me if you've heard this one before. So an Andy Reid team starts losing in December. Have you, have you heard this, okay. one? Have you heard ah, this okay. one before?
2: Okay. Okay, yeah, that, that's the, that was the whole joke. Okay, that's, that's pretty good. So, um, the, the only thing is, uh, they are banged up. Okay, the Chiefs are banged up pretty considerably.
1: Also, they banged somebody else up and then got cut. That <laughs> uh, also happened. Uh, They're running back last uh, week. Damian Williams played
2: really good, though. And you know, I was trying to avoid that by saying they were banged up, Kevin, and I was going to make some sort of Ray Rice comment. Yeah, real beat comment. Up. But, uh, yeah, I feel like the, the Chiefs are you having really their trials and tribulations. It to their... Don't okay. kick them while they're down.
0: That's it. Okay, here, here's my thing about the, the Chiefs. You ready? Is that, for me, the Chiefs are a weird team where they have some players who are really, really good and some players who
2: are really, really um, bad. Like bad. And I was gonna say, give us an example of really, really bad because you were, you kind of hesitated there. Uh, okay. They're outside corners.
0: Yeah, they're slot corner. Oh, I'm, uh, they, I meant they I meant made on offense. Everyone made a big deal about how they traded for, uh,
1: for on offense. Uh, ooh, on offense. Hold on, uh, they have Sammy Watkins, Tyreek Hill. Name another wide receiver on their team. Uh. Dante Sharp. Okay, it should be Conley is the one that you think of, and the fact that you can think of him says a lot.
0: Let me let me tell you something, Eric. So like everyone made a big deal about how they got Kendall Fuller,
1: right? Yeah. Teams that
0: have really good slot receivers. Chargers, Broncos, Patriots, Cardinals, Rams, Chargers again, all these teams they went after uh, They went after Kendall Fuller. Like, four, four receptions for 49 yards, six receptions for 108 yards, uh, six receptions for 72 yards. Uh, Like, they, they went at, uh the Chargers last week, six receptions for 96 Doug yards. Doesn't like, could have a game? They, they go after Kendall Fuller because the teams with good slot receivers own this dude. I was
2: just going to ask Kevin. Hey,
1: Kevin, do we have a slot receiver? We have so two good slot is, receivers. What is his name? Doug Baldwin will be the I one playing the Doug. slot. And we should be looking at probably another mm-hmm. game a lot like the one we just saw from Doug Baldwin where he just gets worse work the other thing that you have not mentioned yet and i want to go ahead and say this one we're going to be going up against a team that is the number one offense what do you want to do against a really good offense what was always the key to like beating the peyton manning colts teams making them play us here at home uh the key was always If you limit their possessions. And what's the best way to limit offensive possessions? To have successful scoring drives that bleed the clock, which means running the ball. They are the number 32 run defense. They are number 32 in adjusted line yards, which is the yardage given up by the defensive line. Let me give you a little bit of clarity on this. They average 5.36 on their adjusted line yards. Atlanta is the second worst. They average... 5.03 5.03 they're almost a half a yard worse than atlanta 4 and 10 atlanta uh they are closer uh, atlanta is closer to a top 10 run defense than kansas city is to atlanta you know what's funny is this is this is the same thing that's been going on
2: all year for the charge uh, i'm sorry the Chiefs. you'd think they would have figured it out a little like
1: you know bump themselves up a little but they've been bad at this all year well it's one of those things where they have made the decision that they are just going to boat race you and they think they can score more sounds like Andy Reid in Seattle at home with home field advantage and our pass rush and our run game we are a team that is geared in the specific way to challenge them could they end up making long connections and Tyreek Hill just has his way with our corners on the outside, and they get a lot of long touchdowns? That is exactly something that could happen. But I think, you know, uh, if we do the classic Nathan, you know, what are the uh, the four corners, the four ways this game could go out? Uh, there are multiple likely scenarios in which Seattle is able to keep it close and score frequently by running the ball down Kansas City's throat. Kansas City is the number thirty two team against runs off the left edge. They are the number thirty two team <laughs> without, against numbers without, off the right edge. Without Ed Dixon. They are the number thirty two team against runs off the right tackle. And we love They're the number thirty two team against runs in the middle against the center and guard gaps. Pretty comprehensively shitty. Yeah, they oh, but there's number seventeen on left tackle runs. The
0: thing is is that we like we like running around the ends too because that's the way the read option works, you know, you give and then
2: run around the end. So, we should be able to murder them all day. Carson yeah. has become really proficient in making that part of his game too. I'm really pr- I want to say that last week. I'm really proud of him how he's learned to cut that ball out and be a little more patient and then pile drive the other team. If Penny is healthy, he could have a day. He could gash. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um Kevin, so you you hate their run defense. You like us to run the ball against them. Um, we like the slot receiver matchup against Kendall Fuller. We think that teams with good uh, with good uh, slot receivers find a way to... Um, I also like the outside receiver say, matchup. I was going to say, I like our outside receiver tough.
2: matchup too. Lockett's still going to be Johnny on the spot. I see him having a six reception game, five reception and, game.
1: And Eric Berry's just not fast enough anymore to really back up a lot of the field. Eric Berry's still good. He's uh, still
2: very physical, but you can get around him. He's not Earl Thomas, although he's very good despite his contract. So, um, one thing for me is that, like,
0: so the NFL tracks uh, the next-gen stats. They track, like, um, adjusted air yards, yards to the stick, um, tight window throws, aggressiveness, and here's the thing that bugs me about Mahomes, because everyone pumps up Mahomes and says, like, Mahomes is so great, you know, Mahomes is the best quarterback, but, like, Mahomes hasn't He's last or he's last in the league in tight window throws. He's third least aggressive quarterback in the NFL, which means that he doesn't take very many chances. He is he gets to throw to open guys all day, and it, against the Seahawks, I mean, really, what we have to do is limit his ability to, just to get guys.
1: He get pressure he extends, and don't let people get open. He extends the
0: play, and then there's just guys just standing around that are just like wide open guys just getting forgotten about. The the Seahawks need to do a, a good job in this game of making sure that those times that that he goes out or those times he rolls out that don't don't lose don't lapse in coverage. The Seahawks have an advantage in this regard. They get to practice as a guy who has a similar profile. A guy who actually makes a lot of tight window throws and is pretty uh, a little more aggressive, and that's uh, Russell Russell Wilson. So the the thing for me is that I, I wanna see them You know, get in Mahomes' grill and and make, and then cover those guys. Don't, don't you know, take your foot off the gear. Don't or off the. Aren't you
2: worried about the pass protection? Aren't you for Mahomes? Like how it's going to, uh, it's going to protect Mahomes more than it will uh, help us exploit him. Aren't you a little worried about? And this really sucks to say. The coolness of Mahomes. I would say he's a lot more calm than Russ is outside the pocket or inside the pocket. Russ I mean, seems to rush a little bit. He doesn't. He doesn't uh, seem to know where his where his passing lanes are until they open up. I feel like Mahomes sees them coming. Uh, you know, seconds away. Um, does any of this concern you? Because it that, does. That is why I'm concerned in this game. That's why I'm not picking the Chiefs. I'm sorry. I'm not picking the Seahawks to win this game.
0: The, okay, here's here's uh here's a, some some things for you is that Mahomes uh his time to attempt is really slow, just like Russell Wilsons. He's twenty third in the league, two point six four seconds to attempt. He just spends slightly less time in the pocket. He's he actually cuts and runs a full like point 3. three seconds sooner on average than than Russell Wilson. And and so yeah, I don't I don't know. And the, the thing for me is that when when he has the ball a really long time, he's actually like. He's decent, like twelfth in the league in NFL rating. It's when he gets rid of the ball fast that he's really dangerous. He in when he gets rid of the ball in less than two and a half seconds, Patrick Mahomes is two is first in the league in NFL rating 131. Second place is Breeze at 119. Like that's a really significant gap. Over a really first good and second. And he's he's got um he completes eighty percent of his passes for twenty-four touchdowns and only one of his interceptions, of which he has, I think, eleven. Uh, only one of his eleven interceptions is is in those two and a half seconds or less situations. The Seahawks got to get him moving and and taking time. They got to get him to to take that time, and then they have to not leave guys wide open because that's what it is. Is he won't take a chance with a tight window throw. Like he he will he will just you know he'll get out there and. He wants a safe. Pass. He wants a safe pass, so he'll wait and wait for that safe pass, and it's smart because he has talent all over this team: Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, like these guys. Sammy have, Watkins. Sammy Watkins. These guys have the ability to get open, so giving them
1: time to get open is a very smart move. So we need KJ to be healthy. We need Brad to be healthy. Oh my gosh! If those because guys- that makes a huge difference in how tight our coverage can be. Yeah,
0: the the injury report this week is going to be huge. Um, Jordan Simmons went on injured reserve.
2: So uh, that's um, so
1: that means it's either
2: gonna be it's probably gonna be postage because Fluker is unlikely to be back this week. Um, I will so, say that it's I'm less concerned about our defensive line as it stands if we if we have McDougal
0: yeah. and don't forget Jaron Reed. Jaron Reed didn't um, is was questionable going into last week. I'm so, not too worried about that. So though. like I I hope that his oblique is uh 100 100 percent now. KJ was limited practice participant last week at the end of the week, which means he's trending in the right direction. So that you're right, Kevin. That would be, uh, huge,
2: huge.
1: Yeah, for the purpose thing. of covering Travis Kelsey, uh, that is incredibly big. To just because not if have Pietro in, to not have Mingo covering. If you get easy passes to Travis Kelsey, that's just a sticks mover every time, and that's not a place that the Seattle can afford to be. Not to mention, they're effective at uh, passes to the running back, and we saw there were breakdowns in communication. Bobby Wagner has people he's more used to playing with. Him and KJ have a distinct understanding in a covered situation who's going to end up on who. K- uh, Bobby Wagner doesn't know how to rely on the other linebackers. And he ended up out of position a couple of times because you could tell he didn't instinctively know where the other guy was going to be. And it made it harder for him to make the right decision. That,
0: um another thing to, to watch in this game is that the Kansas City is an excellent special teams team uh perhaps perhaps the uh the the, the cream
1: of the special teams crop so to speak so a lot uh, of that comes with athletes on return yards but you know they also have a really good kicker in Harrison bucker
0: bucker has been great this year
1: so that is something that you have to consider
0: um and they are their punter their punter is also good when they when they do happen it's not to as good pun- as our punter no one is as good as our punter, Kevin. That's that's like saying that uh, you know the Colquitt's a good punter. Like if we look at the net the net yards rankings, I think Colquitt, Well, he's a Colquitt. Colquitt that's what Colquitts like, do. Colquitts, Colquitt's <laughs> go and be good punters.
1: <laughs> They're ten, I
0: think he's tenth or ninth
1: because from a long line of punts. Colquitts that were good punters. You know who's first in net punting though? Probably another Colquitt. No, no, no. it's Michael Dixon. He's the best. Michael Dixon, yeah. Um,
2: <laughs> you knew that,
0: Kevin. Uh, Come on.
1: Col- uh, that's actually Dixon is uh, uh, in if you translate into Australian, it's uh, Colquitt. I don't know if you know that. Dixon is uh, fifth in the league, and you know why? Because he's his
0: daddy. He hasn't had one block. That's but the only up. thing that's crazy. Is like, there's guys that got blocked twice but this year. How do you, get, you get two punts blocked in one season? I think you like want to beat up all the guys on your. That good, means either you have team. horrible
1: coverage,
2: or you're like the
1: Russell Wilson of holding up. That's the, the, the scariest
2: ball. position in football is when you're the punter and you get hit once. <laughs> I would never, I would never kick again. I would just, like, can I throw the punt?
0: Dang, Colquitt like hardly ever has his punts returned. 36.6%. What? This is they have good special teams. Okay, let me let me stop nerding out about special teams. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm going to put Hidden everyone yards. to sleep. Well, uh, the Secret Gardens in Secrets. the review we
2: had to talk uh, talk shit about special teams. But the thing
0: is their defense is so bad but their special teams makes up for some of it. Uh all right, their offense is really
1: great. Their special teams are good. Their defense is bad. The key to this game is going to be, can Seattle run the ball, limit their possessions, and Seattle has to come up with touchdowns every time. I think are they we... have to come up with a couple of
2: turnovers.
0: I'd say
1: turnovers. one I turn-over. Would be a turnover. I think, or two also. I think yeah.
2: asking for two turnovers this year with this team is too much. Oh, this it's team is unrealistic. has been good
1: at generating turnovers. Aren't we, we are outside
2: of Chicago. We're really good. We're the second best in turnover differential. In Carolina.
0: So, I mean, I think it can happen. I, I'm, guys... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the keeper of the flame. Here we go. Uh, Dog, I was with you. All right. Kansas City Kansas is going to lose to the Seahawks, 30-27. to 27. Eric. <laughs>
2: Ooh. Uh, I'm going to go Kansas City, 28, Seahawks, 24. I hope that a Christmas miracle comes to Seattle and that we stuff the giant fat man in red and white. Okay. I hope we take it up
1: his K- chimney. Kevon. Man, we are tightly wound here so Nathan had 30 to 27 Seattle Eric said 27 24 28 24 28 24 gentlemen I have from prior to the podcast written down on my sheet right now Seattle 30 Kansas City 28
0: what if we uh what if we go for a scorigami Kevin what if we go for like 35 20 36 23. I am like I like looking at this every once in a while and being like, where's the next CX score? Can you gummy? get a tighter score? Yeah, is there, is there a tighter there? one in on the 36-30s? Uh, uh, how about, 30s? How about um, 25, no, 25-25. <laughs> I would love to wait, see 25. 36-35 is in the way. Okay, how lesser. about this? 32-26. That could happen. That's that works. Sc- that's a score Gummy. That's, that's
2: a score gummy, huh? 35-29.
1: We've already done it though. We don't get them multiple times in a 35-29 could also happen. That's a score that could happen in this game. 35-29's uh, never been done. Uh, how about 39-37? That's <laughs> That's <more laughs> like this
0: team, sure. Uh, okay, anyway. Uh, so that's our that's our picture this week. If you would like to support the page the Seahawks Nest podcast, you can head over to patreon.com. So, oh, Kevin, I know I forgot something. But I'm gonna finish my, my ad anyway. Do your thing. do talk about bowl games. Patreon, Patreon. Stay tuned. Dot com, if you like good football, patreoncom Nest, where you can help the Seahawks Best podcast stay in business for as little as a dollar and twenty four dollar twenty four a month. We are close to our one hundred dollar goal. We were our next goal is three hundred dollars, and then we will be pivot. The, the next goal is called pivot to video, In the. The goal of that is that we have videos.
1: I'm super unexcited Ke- about that. Kevin does goal.
0: not want to be in a video, but no. uh, you know what I will. So. I might
1: set up in a different it'll just be a camera on Nathan. While well, well, Kevin's
0: like Kevin's like talking off off the side of the camera. Yes. What's I that? Think Kevin I will have a uh, paper mache masks.
1: Uh, no, I'll just build a fence. It'll I be like you home improvement. Like... it will be like Wilson talking over the fence to Nathan <laughs> the whole podcast. Right, thanks,
0: thanks to the people who are already supporting the quest to video, Forrest, Richard, Tom, Lucas, Carrie, Chuckatilla, Kieran, Brett, Mike, David, Mirza, Keith, Arthur, Frank, Michelle. And Nick, you oh, guys man, are helping us. Josh, oh, also Josh, Michael, Matt. You guys are helping us more than you could ever know. Uh, if you don't have money, if you want to support the Seahawks Nest podcast without monetary boost give us a five-star review on iTunes. We are only uh, 20 reviews away from our goal there. We are at 49 and uh, we will be uh, celebrating that heartily. We, we are inching Seahawks closer in to the sex number. Uh, so, <laughs> so, so if you... Uh, I, I didn't make the Put joke because so I was waiting for someone else to do it. Uh, all right. So if, if you would like to support the Seahawks podcast Michael in that Dixon way, special. Uh, you can do that five-star review Deep. on iTunes. Uh, you can go head over to your favorite podcast app and give us a thumbs up, a like, a positive review. It helps us a lot. helps people find the podcast. Um, we are now cresting well over a thousand an episode i'm pretty happy about it um so yeah uh that's that
1: as they say is that a quick public service announcement next week we will be recording one day later because we're not going to record on christmas because we like our families so uh, well we like enough well basically just don't want our wives to be mad at us guys i try i try to get us to record sunday before the game
2: two separate podcasts they said no so Before the game what, what
1: if we win If what if we lose yeah, Instead right. I will be Gifting you Something Right now Alright Kevin In all order right. to help Hold you over Because okay. let's face it Speaking of family It's Holiday season You are likely To see people That you don't want To actually Socially interact with <laughs> You are in desperate Need of something To put on the TV So that you can Ignore them and, and so That's we, what College bowls are for
0: Oh I was going to say uh, Christmas is owned By the NBA now So uh, basketball uh, That's
1: uh, They stole my team So I don't care about them <laughs> Alright, so uh, tell me why I should watch six and six
0: wake forest, play eight and five Because you shouldn't.
1: Uh see I <laughs> have two Saturday games for you. Uh at twelve thirty on Saturday. All these are Pacific time, God's time. Uh, Houston versus Army. You're in the skipping Armed Forces over. Bowl. You're skipping
0: Friday and Thursday. You're just like out on those games.
1: Uh, people have to work, man. Like, uh
0: eh, on Saturday and Friday. Also,
1: odds are you're probably not meeting up with family. This There's, is pure family avoidance. Oh, I was
0: gonna say. Here's the problem, dude. Is that you're skipping over the uh, the famous Idaho potato. I just wanted to say that. Yeah, the famous
1: okay. Idaho potato bowl. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, so Houston versus Army in the Armed Forces Bowl should be interesting the- because Houston's probably a better team, but they have a few guys sitting out. So it should be a pretty close game, and you get to watch some triple action options. Is uh, it triple Houston, option
0: action? Houston's best player is not playing, right? Uh, and Oliver is yeah. not playing. And yeah, Oliver's just like, nah, I'm gonna go get ready for the draft. Yep, probably which is smart. becoming
1: a more common thing, which you can't really blame players. for. These bowl for. games don't matter; oh. they're they're glorified exhibitions. Yes, you know I, what they need to start doing? Giving them cash bonuses for bowl games. Yeah. Uh, that why would make don't people okay. Why
0: don't they just give the players money? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just go figure. out. Pay, it pay sports players. Yeah. Uh, Lockheed Martin arts Forces Bowl, though. Student
1: Athlete. Uh, Re- recommended by Kevin. What's the next one you recommend? The next one is at 4 p.m. on Saturday, Buffalo versus Troy in the Dollar General Bowl. Uh, <laughs> first Dollar of General all, General it's bowl. the Dollar General Bowl, which is perhaps the most bowl hey, game ever. Hey, Uh, name, except the Boca Raton Bowl. Here's the thing, Kevin. You left out the best part.
0: It's being played in Lad Peebles Stadium in
1: Mobile, Alabama. That's right. It's being played in Wario Van Peebles Stadium. It's like the worst (laughs) Lad Peebles Stadium. (laughs) Uh, So, Buffalo has been really good and explosive this year uh, with a really interesting coaching situation, and Troy is, like, one of the stellar... They have been a really good low-FBS team for a while now, uh, with Neil Brown as a coach who apparently just can't get a job somewhere else. Uh, Somebody just blackballed him I guess. He's a terrible he's inter- a really good coach. He's a terrible interview. Must be a terrible interview because it has nothing to do with his ability to be a football coach. Yeah. These a- should both be really interesting games, especially Buffalo Troy. So this is the Mac this is the Mac champion versus the Sunbelt second place, right? Yeah, which uh the Sunbelt champion was App State who was a powerhouse. Oh wait,
0: no 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 no. It's Mac second place cuz Northern Illinois won the championship. Yeah, you're right. That's right. Game. And
1: Mac yeah, uh I actually so think Buffalo's a more interesting team, but Yeah, than Northern Illinois, the Illinois- cuz they were all defense and then they just got their butts right. Kick this week, so, uh, I, so that's at you four like p.m. Do you like points, Kevin?
0: I do. Oh, then you might be in for a treat later that night. No, because Hawaii doesn't have that many points. Over under sixty one, dude. This yeah, I is... no, th- bet the under. Bet GM the under. under. Ooh, I like this. Uh,
1: so the reason I'm giving you the Buffalo Troy game though is it's at four p.m., which is prime having to see relatives time. Mm-hmm. You watch <laughs> these two games back to back, and you can talk about weather, and then just have football on the screen. The whole time you're with a relatives, you won't have to actually engage in a conversation. Like, if you plan the meal for like 3 o'clock, you won't have to talk to anybody. Right. It's really good. The next one, because we won't be recording until after this, 1226, day after Christmas, Wednesday. Boxing day. 10.30 a.m. Kwanzaa. A uh, oh. nice way to uh, eat some leftovers, uh, The Surf Pro First Responder Bowl. The First Responder Bowl. Surf Dear by... Lord.
2: Say it again, Nathan. <laughs> the Surf, the Surf,
1: Pro. Surf Pro First Responder Bowl. I feel like I just riffing balls. on these bowl names is answered really. the
2: the Popeyes. And then later that night, check out TCU
1: California and the Cheez-It Bowl. Too bad we missed the Cherubundi Bowl. <laughs> we did talk about that last I time. know, we but did, you yeah. can't talk about it too many times. It's the uh, Cherubundi Bowl. Well, well, if you say Cherubundi... Okay, the first responder bowl, though, should
0: be fun. Bo- Boise State and Boston College. Boston College uh, Boston is a contrasting
1: team with a good defense. Underrated. Boise State is underratedly great.
0: Boston College is underrated because... They, were, they looked like they could have, like, hung in with Clemson, and their quarterback died on, like, the first play of the game. Yep. And, and they played pretty good other than that, but just, like, they couldn't score. They couldn't move the ball anymore. But and Boise I,
1: State's a powerhouse, and we're all local, so uh, go root for Boise State. Yeah.
0: Um, I, like, I'm, I'm, I'm in on Boise State as well. Uh, the, uh, yep, that's, bowl, bowl season is that's in it. full swing. And uh, I'll give
1: you another set of bowl games in next week's podcast. All right.
0: The, uh... Uh, but but uh, don't don't watch Minnesota-Georgia Tech. That's my tip for
2: you. Just skip that one. Well, where is that game going to be played? Who cares? Uh, <laughs> I don't even think the players in the game care. Jo- in, c- in case people listening don't know, I don't watch college sports. I don't like it. I don't understand it. I watch four to five games a year. I depend on Kevin mostly telling me which games to watch. I may catch a bowl game. I may not. I uh,
1: Did you say you don't understand it? It's like professional mm-hmm. sports, only they're younger. But you can the
0: you about... can run beforehand. <laughs> also, a... you got to admit, Kevin, the, the end season stops. this end season part for the college football is extremely dumb. Like even
1: dumber than normal. It's the best. It's just so stupid. Like yeah, it's a series of exhibitions. They're pointless. It's great. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. absolutely. It's like if the preseason
0: happened after the season. I don't understand why there isn't a, there isn't like a big playoff like it. like they already have a, a big playoff for FBS. Why <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. The the uh, it, it's weird because it seems like they hate money, which is seems to be the whole point. No, it's the
1: opposite. They have a bunch of lucrative bowl contests, and then they're too stupid to realize they make more off of a playoff. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You can
0: still have the the uh, the college football quarterfinals presented by Cherubundi You can look. You can still do it. You can
1: still have the Continental Tires Bowl that presented That's by a real
0: one presented by Cheez-Its <laughs> okay Gross. uh all right that, let's get into it Our, we started a series last week and the series will continue this series is called christmas movies that are not christmas oh. movies we started last week with lethal weapon we did die hard last year uh, so this is kind of like the third chapter of the series i let you guys guess before the podcast you didn't guess I think um, I figured it out. Oh, but Eric has, figured, Eric has figured out that it is Batman yes! Returns. I knew it. So, uh, I told you it was a movie I wanted to watch in the summer, but I was like, nope, this is a Christmas yeah, movie. Yeah, so Batman Returns is a Christmas movie that is not quite a Christmas movie. Eric...
1: It's also not quite as a our, movie worth
0: watching. As our resident... Ooh, hot. That's that takes a little hot even for me. Uh, Eric, Nathan as our resident like Bathead. Yes. You're, you're our Batman. As our, as our resident
2: you, comic nerd. How do you feel about Batman Returns? <sighs> It's a tough one Do uh, you don't like David Vito's uh, penguin? Uh, the, his groping penguin, his creep penguin mm-hmm. His mm-hmm. president mm-hmm. penguin mm-hmm. Um, I'll say this uh, I think you guys are your generation Which you we're kind of near the same generation Kind of hates on the Tim Burton Batman movies But The first one was much better than this one Yeah but you Kevin, you do not love the first one
1: Brand X. I don't know, man, Kevin. Cause, cause I
0: will tell you this. <laughs> there are moments I love in that movie. In the sec, I actually think this one I like it better than the first one. That's you know why? I knew that about it? I hard disagree. Because Christopher Walken in this movie, you know what he plays? Yes. Max Christopher? Shrek. No, he plays Christopher Walken. Yes. I can, he's just playing himself. It's so great. He's just
2: Christopher Walken to the max. That, I, I saw I when it when I was a kid and I was like, why, who is that weird guy in this movie? I don't <laughs> like him. And now as an adult, I'm like... I like that weird guy in the movie. Yes. <laughs> I'll say this. <laughs> True I, sign of adulthood there. I'm not like most Batman fans. I do not recognize Michael Keaton as the greatest Batman we've ever seen. Sorry. It uh, just looks like Michael Keaton to me. Who? Adam West. Who's awesome? I- yeah. Well, maybe. Uh, I'll say this. Danny DeVito, he's an acquired taste as a penguin. Michelle Pfeiffer, probably still the best cat woman
1: we've got. Ooh. Uh,
0: better than Anne Hathaway?
1: Eartha Kitt. Earthquake! Uh, Bertha, from... <laughs> come on,
0: Julie Newmar is probably Kevin best. Bringing up people from the original Batman show, which if the you, funny thing is, don't Kevin's, go back and watch Kevin's that show. Kevin's probably it does, serious. It, it does not hold up. It, no, it up, doesn't
1: hold up at all. But Eartha Kitt's so amazing well. in anything, and I will take her over everybody else. I will say, Can we, that, sorry, deal with it.
2: All right, you want it? You this get, is all set. It, this is all filmed like on a set in Hollywood, which is kind of funny. I like this movie, okay? If if you want to know, it's it's really weird. It's odd. it It has fine pacing. But as far as like a a movie goes, it feels much more like a comic book than it does a movie. Okay, you want to hear? Some? I feel like
1: the the oh. they do not land the ending is the thing that like is hard. Like the fight scene with the big rubber ducks whoa, and whoa, everything. You didn't,
2: you didn't like the army of penguins that Batman somehow gains control of that then carries away his dead body. That
1: carries away the penguin's dead. Spoilers, sorry, spoilers on a thirty year old movie. And then Penguin tries to beat Batman with an umbrella. You didn't like that. It, like the whole thing just like the ending was like we need to have an ending and we didn't cast someone who could actually do the ending. The so, battle we'll versus the
2: bad guy is kind of weird. It is okay. very anticlimactic.
0: Can we can we talk about the okay? So Kate, okay, you said you loved Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman. She's like your favorite Catwoman. I think you, Can might... you hear the list of people that they considered for this role? Because it is insane to me. Oh, I know All one right. you're going to say okay, is so not originally, considered. and they cast Annette Bening. Like Annette Bening yes. was going to be Catwoman, but she had to drop out because she got pregnant. Okay, thanks. So here are some here are some other options they went they they they, they ran through. Raquel Welch. Uh, Jennifer Jason. <laughs> Lee, wait, wait. At that time, she was like sixty. Yes, M- Madonna, yeah. Ellen Barkin, Cher, Bridget Fauna. Lorraine Bracco. <laughs> Cher's alive. Jennifer That's not real. Jennifer Beals and Sur- Susan Sarandon
2: competed the for Jennifer Beals.
0: Actually, yeah.
2: I think we we're going to say Sean Young because if you okay. remember Sean
0: so Young, actually, that's a different story. Yeah.
2: She was originally supposed to be uh, Vicki Vale and then she put on a Catwoman suit and demanded that they let her read for and the she role. she did it on TV after she got kicked off the Warner Brothers lot. Yes. Yeah. So
0: that's, um, that's extreme. That's called career suicide. Uh yeah, so she was uh, really trying to make sure she didn't get any jobs it's for fine. a while.
2: Fine, she rebounded. She was in one movie afterwards. It's Ace, called Ventura, Ace Pet Ventura, Pet D- Detective. D- exactly. <laughs> She's still hot. Go ahead.
0: Okay, and then um, so yeah, that that's my uh, that was my weird Catwoman thing though. That, that, I always love looking at those lists of like who could have been the person. Now,
2: I mean, Penguin, you need a short, angry, nasty guy. Uh, it's, well, not a, it's not it's not like a long list. You they, know that after Jack Nicholson was cast, like who are we gonna see in the second one? Well, you could have Dane Devito as the Penguin. Is it was like the no brainer choice? Yeah, it wrote itself. Yeah, they they, they wrote that role for specifically for um, Nathan. Tell us how this movie. Uh, we haven't talked about it yet. Tell me how this movie is a Christmas movie. Um, it's set, it's set during Christmas. Christmas. One, give me some scenes. because in Gotham. I can take over. Ghost, no, no, in in the park. Park. I think you'll do this a hundred times better Okay, way. so there's, the, of course, the scene where the model who is going to light the tree gets knocked out, and uh, <laughs> the penguin frames Batman by uh, murdering her, knocking her out with a batarang, and then having a bunch of bats force her off a rooftop and into the tree that lights when she plunges to her death. Uh you've got the Streets of Gotham obviously um in Christmas lights. You've got the very beginning of the movie showing the penguins' parents played by Pee Wee Herman. Yep. And who plays his wife? It's oh, someone God. else. It might be the oh it's the lady in Pew's Big Adventure that it talks a, about her big it's like butt. A, it's like a cameo.
0: Uh it's like a it's like a pretty uh it's um Burgess Meredith. No. I just said it's Pee-wee Herman. Wait, Burgess Meredith was the Penguin's Burgess dad. Meredith died He's, already, he was supposed to,
2: He was supposed to be Penguin's dad or <laughs> dude, he died or something. Yeah, well, they, that's going to happen. Uh, but Pee-wee Herman was cast because... <laughs> but uh, who was
0: Penguin's mom? Now you're going to lose Well, Penguin let me tell
2: you part. why Pee-wee Herman was cast. It's because he, it was after oh. he was nailed for public for masturbation. It. and
1: In a porn theater, which... Why else are you in a porn theater?
2: Yes, which you shouldn't do. But uh, Tim Burton said that Pee-wee Herman trusted... Uh, Tim Burton to direct Pee Wee's Big Adventure, and he will never for forget the chance that he gave him. So he gave Paul Rubens, Pee Wee Herman, his first, uh, basically his like ba- his immediate bounce back role that may or may not have helped him. Who knows? No, there's a paycheck, and that's important. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, Magic of Christmas. Oh, in the end of the movie, where Batman says, uh, you know, Alfred's like Merry Christmas, uh, and then he's like, Yeah, Merry Christmas, Alfred. Good men, goodwill towards men and then he thinks about cat woman. he goes and women yeah whatever uh,
1: there you go all right uh yeah couple- I, will, I will say like i don't trash this movie this movie i like drives on the road for like 90% of the journey and then just like swerves off and like hits a garbage can And it does it like, but it doesn't do it like for 90% and then the last 10%. It's more like for 9%, it'll drive on the road. And then every 10% it swerves into the garbage can. They
0: could have edited a solid 20 minutes out of this movie. They could have edited a lot
1: out. There's a couple of scenes where they just didn't take into account who they were trying to get to do what. And it was like, it was too much Tim Burton and not enough Tim Burton facilitating the people who should be doing the acting. There's a lot of contrived
2: circumstances in yes. this. Yes. I mentioned the whole killing the model off the roof with bats. Which could
1: be kind of cool, but it just... It felt forced. Came across a little weird. And I think part of it is what Nathan said with the editing, where you're saying going, like, that scene kind of drags. Why like, did it uh, takes a minute. Why did the Catwoman's
2: character have, uh, you know, this... This introverted person have this uh, neon sign in her apartment that said, hello there, just so they could uh, break some words to make it hell here. It just, you yeah, know, okay. Sure, yeah,
1: whatever. exactly. There was just, there were a few spots where you're like, did a 15 did a year old write this scene?
0: Um, yeah. Okay. A little fan fictiony. But can I, can I tell you why like, my weird, the weirdest thing that they almost, that they cut from this movie? All right, let's do it. They had an original plan to inter- to kind of cameo Robin into the movie. Oh, this is true. I, uh, I, I know this. Go ahead. Um, he, they, Marlon Wayans was supposed to play Robin, and they was gonna be wearing like an old fashioned mechanics uniform, but it had a big R on it, and. Uh, Yep, they had. It, they gave him a wardrobe fitting, they were ready, but they decided to save it for a third movie which never
2: existed. And it is very Thank similar God. to Chris Evans' suit in Batman Returns, it's that similar color. Nathan, while you have that up, you should Google Kenner, K-E-N-N-E-R, Marlon Wayans Robin, because they made a figure of him based on pictures, and they made a figure of this, but guess what they did, Kevin? So we can't they have turned a, it
1: into a blank man figure.
2: Well, more or less. They can't have a black robin who didn't appear in Batman, so they made it a white robin toy. But as you will see, uh Nathan, he right. still has Marlon Wayne's fade. Hold on. I it's can't. that one right there, hold on. Scroll, Scroll up. Uh this one? Second row third one. Third one. Those, one. That one and the one right below it. Check out that fade. That's hundred <laughs> percent troll. dude. That is Marlon Wayne's head. That is Marlon Wayne's head cast. But they made it a, a white guy. And they gave him a more comic book costume. So there you go. There's your little Marlon Wayans fact. That's a thing that I didn't know.
1: Now I know. Um, oh,
2: well, I'm full of useless crap like that, now nerd.
1: You know. Uh,
0: okay,
2: so um,
0: let's uh, let's finish up with just like our general opinions on the movie. I will say uh, the bat the Nolan Batman trilogy is a legit masterpiece and kind of took the shine on. And people know that people who know me know that my taste in movies uh you can't just put superheroes in something and make me like it like i need there needs to be something else to it uh generic superhero actioners kind of always let me down a little bit my because 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 um i like hard hitting action and pg-13 action i feel like is so un- boring and annoying uh because it's like oh yeah she, like let's just take let me give an example thor ragnarok she gets out of the Uh, Tessa Thompson gets out. She mows down thirty guys with a machine gun, but there's no blood or anything like that. It's like this is stupid. It's cartoony, and I don't like it. Okay, Uh, so that. But the thing is, this movie is is pretty good. It's probably the fifth, fourth, or fifth best Batman movie, depending on your opinion of the other ones. Uh, So yeah, I'm into it. I think it's a good movie. Uh, Solid flick, not spectacular. Uh, Maybe like a. I don't want to give. I don't want to use my rating system because people will be like, "Oh,
1: it's a fifty-three on the plexi scale." Yeah, I
0: was gonna say for me, it's like in the f- high fifties, but that actually means that the movie's good because fifty out 50 of 100 is a hundred
2: is bang average.
0: For what
1: me. you want to do on this is if you would give something <laughs> it's a, a seven, it's you're giving
2: a, it a fifty. It's three and a half stars. How about that? Okay, Eric. Um, I'll say it's probably my fifth or sixth favorite Batman movie, only because I do appreciate the comic, the comical, uh, nineteen sixty-six Batman. It's supposed to be a comedy. It's People Sharp don't know that about Adam yeah,
0: it's West. Supposed to be funny. Oh my yes. gosh. People are like it's they know so what they're corny. doing. It's yes, like, yeah, It's supposed to be. Adam
1: West point. is
2: super comedian.
1: All right, Kevin? Uh it's fine. On the plexi scale, I give it somewhere between like a 48 and a 52. All right. Well, it's for, a bang average movie. For Kevin,
0: for Eric, for myself, Nathan Sando, we wish you a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, whatever you celebrate. And also, we hope that you find that Seahawks victory under the Christmas tree. Go Hawks. <laughs> the groping